right, hello and welcome to Double Play Sports. I'm James alongside Pat. Welcome to episode 33, where we will be giving you our free agency predictions. Um, not too many moves since the free agency started last night at five. We saw Diaz and Robert Suarez get extensions and Clayton Kershaw get a one-year extension with the Dodgers. Um, and also we learned that the Astros are parting way with GM James Click um, for news around the majors. But let's start off with uh, an exciting one, Jacob deGrom. Um, as Mets fans, this is painful to do, but where do you think deGrom will end up this offseason? Yeah, you know, I I, I want to say he's coming back to the Mets. I, I want to say it. I don't think it's I don't think it's realistic. I think it's too much money for the Mets. I think uh, it's not the team, Jake. I don't know. I, I, I was going to say I don't think it's the team Jake wants to play for anymore, but I don't think that's true. I think if he could, he still would like to be a Met, but I don't think it's re- unrealistic to think the contracts that each side would want are going to match. Yeah. I'm just go with the wave here. I think he's going to be a Texas Ranger. I think that's where he's going to end up as well. I think uh, four years, $180 million for 45 a year is probably what he's going to get, which would make him the highest paid player in baseball, which I think if Scherzer got 43.3, I think he'll get that. And the Rangers have money to spend. They want to spend it on pitching. Their pitching last year was atrocious, but their hitting looks like it's almost ready to uh, compete. So I think uh, solidifying a good pitching staff is going to be their number one focus. How about Carlos Rodon? Back-to-back all-star appearances. Where do you think Rodon signs long-term? Yeah, Rodon, I had a couple options, you know, one of them being a reunion, uh, you know, and there's only one place that could be, that's Chicago. Um, I think that rotation with Rodon back in it, I mean, you could say it's just what it was a couple years ago, but now Kopech is in that rotation, and I mean... Dylan Cease is a Cy Young candidate, so... Yeah, Dylan Cease is much more than he was just a few uh, years ago, even though he was very good then, too, don't get me wrong. Uh, otherwise, I think Detroit, they, you know, Detroit, even if they get Rodon, I would love their pitching staff, but their offense is just really rough, really, really rough. <laughs> um, yeah. They have a lot of young guys in that offense, and they're just not good. <laughs> like, they're just not good yet. They, whatever. Tampa Bay is my third choice. I love that choice Ooh. a lot. I think, um, I mean, that I would love that rotation. You would then have, you know, barring another injury, you would have Glasnow. Uh, don't make me forget this now. Glasnow, Rasmussen, Baz, Rodon, and um, somebody else really, really good. McClanahan. Shane McClanahan. Yeah. Um, and I would love that rotation. Absolutely. I mean, uh, in my opinion, that rotation, regardless of what they do on the offensive side, maybe get something, but could – win the division i think so definitely um i think rodon could end up in detroit i saw that i thought about that a little bit i think he could be a met um i'd love to see him on the mets i think they are going to want to spend big on a pitcher to solidify their rotation if Degrom doesn't come back but i think eventually he will be a st louis cardinal i think the last few years they've really struggled with uh, keeping pitchers healthy and having that rotation that they can really trust for a postseason run. And I think Rodon does that. I think on a six-year, $150 million, maybe he gets a little bit more, the 25 a year. I think he makes a lot of sense for the Cardinals. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, I, I love Rodon for the Mets. That'd be mm-hmm. spectacular. Uh, as far as the Cardinals go, I could definitely see it. I just – the Cardinals, they, they don't have a lot of luck in uh, free agency. That's not how they like to build their teams. It's true. You know, I just, I just don't know. 
Yeah. Um, next up, how about Justin Verlander? What a story. 2019 Cy Young winner doesn't really pitch 2020, 2021, 2022 Cy Young winner in his age 39 season. But now you've got a whoa, guy. Whoa. What? Can't call that yet. Oh, the likely 2022 Cy Young winner in his age 39 season. Um, now you've got a guy who's shown no signs of regression since he's joined the Astros. What are you going to give this guy and for how long? And do you think he goes back to Houston? Yeah, you know, I mean, what you're hearing on him, a lot of it is Houston, 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 which I happen to agree with. I think he will end up resigning. Um, but the because it just makes sense for him to finish his career there, really. I mean, you know, he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Uh, ballot number zero, not even first ballot. Yeah. Um, and uh, the other one you hear a little bit is the Mets, but really, I think, I really think Billy Epler's a little too smart to do that. I don't think they want two guys on like two, three year deals worth about, you know, combined 90 million a year. Yeah. I I, I just don't see that happening. Yeah. I, I see him going back to Houston two years, 70 million, maybe a uh, 35 a year. Maybe he gets a little bit more, um, but it'll be interesting to see. Cause this is kind of, we've never in recent history seen a pitcher this late in his career perform so well. So it's a interesting, like you don't have 40 year old guys putting up sub two ERA season. So it'll be interesting to see yeah. what he gets. Uh, next up, let's talk Chris Bassett. Uh, had a Chris, great year with the Mets this year, a great year with Oakland the year before. Um, kind of a reliable guy. Where do you think he's going? Chris Bassett, I, um, I refuse to look at any other options that I have him going back to the Mets. Yeah. No, I, I agree with that. I think if the Mets end up with Rodon, there's a world where a team like the Cardinals or the Blue Jays could try and sneak in. Uh, I think he makes sense for both of them, but I do think he will be on the Mets. I think three years, 20 million a year makes sense for him. Um, yeah. And I think, really um, I, I, I think uh, he's a pretty sure thing. I, I'm very confident in him wherever he goes, you know, obviously like uh, a guy like Matt's that the Cardinals signed out for agency didn't work out. Like, you know, things like that. I, I don't think he's anything like that. I, He's a very sure thing wherever it goes. I think he could succeed on the Dodgers. I think he'd succeed on the Pirates. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, Next up, how about another Met, Taiwan Walker? Let's see. I don't think it's a sure thing that he will be returning. I think it's very unlikely he'll be returning. Pat, where do you have Taiwan going? Yeah, Taiwan Walker is a really interesting case to me. Um, It was hard for me to, like, pick a spot where I could see him going and really, you know, succeeding and liking it there he's a he's a pretty unique personality he's a unique pitcher as well there's a lot of pitches um and um he's really he's really on and off you know one day and when i say that i mean on and off consistently good you Mm -hmm. see days where he'll throw seven innings he'll strike out one with no runs you'll see days where he'll go five strike out 12 and allow three or four runs i mean He's a little on and off like that. He's interesting, but I do think he might be a type of guy that because of our DeGrom names, our Rodon names, our Verlander names, you know, gets pushed back a little bit. And uh, towards the end of free agency signs with, in my opinion, I uh, said San Francisco. Ooh, yeah, I could see the Giants. I think the Giants will be looking for a pitcher this offseason. What's interesting, though, is the Giants rotation as it stands right now is not in bad shape at all. You've got Logan Webb. You've got Alex Cobb, who's a little bit older, but still a reliable guy. Dee Sclafani's definitely got something left in the tank. Same with Alex Wood. It's not fantastic. You've got Kyle Harrison, who's a top prospect, I think could be very good for them and not too far away. 
But uh, yeah, I could see Taiwan ending up there. The team I have is a team that wants to make a splash because their team is slowly crumbling, but they can be big spenders. And that's the Boston Red Sox. I think the Red Sox will end up with uh, Taiwan, I think, on a five-year deal worth about 15 a year because he's still only 29, which is crazy for how how many years he's been a solid, solid pitcher. But um, I could see Taiwan ending up in Boston. I, I think that makes sense for them a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it definitely makes sense for them. I just, I really don't think Boston has a very good baseball team. Uh, you know, obviously, lineup wise, they have three guys that, you know, are somewhat and of a that guarantee. Can just keep going down and down. We don't know. Like, I, I see Devers is an offensive guarantee. I think after that, the closest thing you get to an offensive guarantee is Trevor Story. And then not a guarantee at all. <laughs> no, he's not. Uh, and then maybe Verdugo after that, uh, yeah. which we don't know. You know, I, I do like Christian Arroyo a lot. I like you're you're pushing it here. <laughs> I like I like him. As, no, but here's what I'm going to say. Guys like uh, Pavetta, guys like Paxton, guys like Rich Hill as their one, two, three. That's not going to work. No. Same thing as Christian Arroyo as your starting second baseman. That's not going to work. No. If Christian Arroyo is on the Seattle Mariners, that's he's a fantastic player. He's very useful to that team. He can play all over the place, but but as a as a starter, that's just not going to work. No, I agree. Uh, next up, we have Tyler Anderson. Who would have thought we'd be talking about Tyler Anderson as a major free agent uh, before the season? He kind of signed with the Dodgers last second to be pitching depth. And uh, finish the season as an all-star and possibly all MLB. Uh, maybe not, obviously not on the first team, but he might get some votes to be on the oh. all What? You don't know that. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. But uh, he was given the qualifying offer. He's 33 years old, so I doubt he takes it at this point in his career because he can probably get like a three-year deal somewhere. Uh, where do you think that three-year deal will be coming in? Yeah, you know, Tyler Anderson, I think, is a guy that, uh, you know, teams should be going after like teams that don't want to because you know, you don't have to spend that much on Tyler Anderson. Like you, you got to pay him, but it's less than half of what you have to pay the top guys. Yeah. Um, and a team that I really, really want him on is the Toronto Blue Jays. Mm. Uh, they need a rotation piece. I yeah. Tyler Anderson. Am I confident he's going to do it again? No. Do I want him to? Yes. Yeah. Um. So I've kind of gone in a little bit of a different route. I think there's a few teams that could be interested in him. I think the Blue Jays will definitely uh, make a push for him because they're looking for that one extra guy to solidify the rotation because you don't know what you're getting from Jose Barrios. We saw that this year. That didn't obviously work out in year one. I could see the Minnesota Twins. Um. They want to contend again next year, and they're they're missing – like. That rotation led by Sonny Gray, Joe Ryan, like that's not going to get you to the postseason. And I, I I agree. I think they, I mean, like, let's be completely honest here. I would love one of the top two guys to go to the Twins. Mm -hmm. I would love the Grandma Verlander on the Twins. Yeah. Because I feel a lot more confident if I have Verlander followed by Sonny Gray, followed by Joe Ryan. Yeah. And then there are other guys interest me. Bailey Bailey Ober really interests me for this upcoming Maybe. year. He does. He had he did not start that much this year, but in his starts, he he was a quality starter. Obviously, injuries and uh 
playing poorly <laughs> has hurt Chris Paddock, mm. but you never know what you're going to get from him this year. Yeah. No, um, another team, because I didn't – like, it could be Minnesota. I think Tyler Anderson ends up on the Giants, though. I think they will go out and get a starter, and I think Tyler Anderson makes sense for them um, because, I mean, he's not going to cost them too much, like you said, maybe 15, 16 a year. Um, but I think he makes sense there. How about uh, how about Kodai Senga? Top yeah. TV pitcher we've seen in a long time, uh, maybe since Masahiro Tanaka. Um, and, I mean, he just looks like he's ready to come out and dish ridiculous stuff. He's got a, an amazing fastball and a ridiculous splitter. Where do you think Kodai Senga ends up? Yeah, so for Kodai Senga, you know, I was looking over my options. Like, you know, where's he fit? Like, obviously, he can fit anywhere. But, like, what what's going to make sense? Like, you know, it's a little unpredictable coming from overseas sometimes. Sometimes mm-hmm. they're like, you know, I want to play for the Yankees because they're the Yankees. Yeah. Or, you know, a team like the Dodgers, Boston, et cetera, yeah. you know. And then sometimes they end up on, like, yeah. the Diamondbacks. Like, <laughs> things get really random. Yeah. Personally, what I would like to happen, not as a Mets fan, but as a fan of, oh, my God, that would be ridiculous is if he, uh, because he's a very good starting pitcher that won't have to be paid, you know, $25 million a year, yeah. uh, is the Los Angeles Dodgers. Uh, don't don't get me thinking about that, because I think Kodai Sega could be a guy who's just a ridiculous MLB talent. And if he were to end up on the Dodgers, I think that might be the last straw for me. I think that's the end of my baseball watching career. But in all uh, sincerity, I do think a team that would be really good for him is the Chicago Cubs. They want to contend. They want to spend this offseason. I don't have a lot of confidence they're going to be able to get one of the top shortstops, which I know they've been rumored around. Um, and I think Kodai Senga could be a lot like more of a smart piece for them instead of spending all their money on one guy and kind of get a lot of solid pieces. And then how about mm-hmm. an ace to a rotation who had a 189 ERA in the NPB last year and looks like he's ready to put up very good numbers in the MLB. I think five years, maybe somewhere between 16 and 18 million a year. Um, but I think the Cubs make sense for Senga. Yeah. I, I, you know, I could see it. I could definitely see it. You know, they obviously went after Say Suzuki last year. They're interested in the international market. So for sure. How about Jamison Tyone? You know, we didn't know what we were going to see from him this year. He was very good at points, but also a little bit on and off at points with the Minnesota Twins. Uh, oh, no, the New York Yankees. Well, you know where my prediction is. I have him going to the Twins on a, maybe like a three- or four-year deal worth $14 million. But Pat, where do you have Tyone going? Yeah, you know, I, I think it's inevitable that the team we talked about earlier is going to get one of the, you know, above-tier starting pitchers. I think a guy we're not going to talk about today, Noah Syndergaard, could end up here. But um, I think James and Tyone uh, is going to end up with Boston because I think yeah. somebody's going to end up there. I think I think it will be Syndergaard or Taiwan Walker. I think one of them ends up in Boston. I thought Carrasco might at one point, but now he's coming back to the Mets. Um, another team maybe is the Kansas City Royals. They just said today their GM was like, hey, we want to go and get a top pitcher. I don't think they're going to get one of the top pitchers, but Jameson Tyon's not a bad consolation prize. Um, yeah, you know, here's my issue with the Royals is I could see them giving Jameson Tyon like 22 plus million dollars a year. And that's not what you want to do. And when you look at their rotation, obviously Brady Singer has been successful so far. You know, he's going to be good. (laughs) Like then you have Chris Bubik and Daniel Lynch. 
mm. who are two lefties that are young that you can't really keep out of your rotation this year. Yeah. But like they're just they're not there. You know, you they get lazy there. on the way. Hey. Another lefty. Yeah. Um, but and then you have Brad Keller who is, you know, things not, aren't working out for Brad Keller. No, no not necessarily. Um but, yeah. You know, maybe Brad Keller can like I don't know. Go to the Angels. <laughs> that could be their pitcher for the year. Sounds like something they would do. Yeah, oh, definitely. How about next up, Nathan Evaldi? Kind of surprisingly, he was given a qualifying offer. Is there a world where he takes that, or is there a world where he signs somewhere else, or maybe back in Boston on a longer deal? Where do you think Evaldi's going? Yeah, you know, you could definitely see him um, back in Boston because um, – you know, obviously they re-signed him after the 2018 run when he was so good. And, you know, mm -hmm. he's been successful with them after that. Yeah. And, you know, obviously it's flown very under the radar. Doesn't help that the Red Sox stink. But mm -hmm. um, <laughs> uh, the team I have him end up going to is a team I think needs another starter because the back of the rotation is a little weak. Not that Eovaldi's a back of the rotation guy. But in this rotation, he would be. And that's the Padres. Ooh. Like Evaldi on the Padres, I think um he kind of fits their scheme. Uh, like similar pitcher to Darvis and Musgrove, throws a lot of uh different pitches in his mix. Uh, you know, he can ramp it up a little bit. Uh, yeah. Um, I would like him in San Diego. I think what you look for in a guy like Evaldi is consistency, right? You've got a guy that you can trust to go out there. He doesn't walk a lot of guys. Um, he strikes out a good amount. You know, he's a he's a solid he's a solid pitcher. And I think the Red Sox would be stupid to let him go and not try to give him another offer if he declines the qualifying offer. But I think there's a lot of teams that could end up giving him a look. I think the Chicago White Sox, maybe they're looking, they definitely need another starter in the mix. I think the Padres were one of the teams I had listed down here. I think the Royals are a possibility. Um, I do think, I do think the White Sox, um, I kind of flipped my answer here a little bit with some of the other things I had said and you had said, but I think the White Sox make a lot of sense for him as a back of the rotation kind of guy for them. I, 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 I do like that. I, I like that a lot. Um, that were, I mean, that'll work for me. I mean, Cease, Kopech, Lynn, Giolito, and Mavaldi, obviously not in that order. But, um, you know. That's a hell of a rotation. That's a good rotation. Yeah. Um, you know, your, your, your offense. Uh, we'll see. Worries me a little more. But, yeah, like, I don't know. We don't, we don't kind of go deep dive into that. Yeah. Another time, we'll just talk only about the white size. Um, let's finish off the pitchers with a guy who, once again, like Tyler Anderson, where did he come from? Martin Perez? Yeah. Bro, I forgot Martin Perez was on a major league team before the season. Then he pitches well enough to almost like he was in the, he was one of the top pitchers in the first half. He was an all star, of course, and finished out the year really strong, too. Uh, given the qualifying offer by Texas, I think it's kind of unlikely he takes that. But uh, where do you have him going or coming back to Texas? How many years? What's the situation with Perez? Yeah, he's a really interesting guy. Uh, you know, I think it'd be a good move for a contender, definitely. Because, um, I mean, again, he's a guy you're not going to have to pay like a billion dollars. You know, he's going to say, hey, I'll take a little bit of a, bit of a discount based off what I did last year. Uh, because, you know, for some extra years, give me my last big contract. And the team... His first big contract, too. Let's get that's that. true. It's first, <laughs> his first and last big contract. And um, I think the Phillies could be a team that goes out and does that. Um, obviously, they're connected to the shortstops. I mean, 
you know, they they just made a hell of a run. Um, you know, I think I I would hey if if I'm a Phillies fan, you say you can sign three free agents and keep it under um keep it under sixty million, hmm. maybe. Yeah. Um <laughs> give me Martin Perez, give me Dansby Swanson, and give me Kenley Jansen. Whoa, and okay. That I would like that Phillies team a lot. Interesting. Um, I have a little bit of a different route. I think uh, the Rangers will end up bringing Perez back. They're going to spend on pitching, and he makes a lot of sense for them to bring back. He had a great year for them. He thrived with the team this year, even though the rest of the team did not thrive. Um, I think two years, $35 million, three years, $45 million, somewhere, somewhere in the mix of 15 to 18 a year for the next two or three years. Hey, guess what? It's time to move on to hitters. First up, let's start it off strong. Where is Aaron Judge going, Pat? Is he going to be a Yankee again? Yeah, you know, I gotta be honest. I just, I really don't like how Aaron Judge fits into a lot of lineups. Like, Interesting. Obviously, <laughs> obviously, like I love how he fits into every lineup, mm. but specific ones, I like. I don't see one that just jumps off the page. Like, oh yeah, that team can do that, and you know, needs that or should do that. Um, you know, ultimately, I wrote down the Yankees as going back. It really doesn't seem like that's gonna happen. He, he's he's being really weird about it. Mm. I don't know why he's doing that. All year, we've been like, oh, so you come back to the Yankees? And he's like, yeah, we'll see. And like, yeah, that just doesn't make sense to me. I, you know, otherwise, I wrote down San Francisco because I'm not allowed to not write it down, um, apparently. And um, then the other team I actually like, and because their GM is a psychopath in a good way, uh, and will spend the money is the Padres. Hmm. Well, <laughs> yeah, I know. Don't, don't yeah. even bring that. Up. That that's that's just ridiculous. That, uh, but I think the Giants are a team that could possibly be. I do have them going back to the Yankees. But here's a scenario where Chris Young, the Rangers GM, says, "Screw, we don't need any pitching. Let's get another bat. We don't need the Grom. We don't need Martin Perez. We'll get Dane Dunning to throw 300 innings, old school 1900s baseball, the early 1900s baseball style, and give me not the name for it." Yeah, give me Corey Seager, give me Marcus Semien, give me Nathaniel Lowe, give me Adolis Garcia, give me whoever else, like Leody Tavares, Josh Jung, Jonah Heim, and give me Aaron Judge. Um, but I do think it will be the Yankees. Um, how about Trey Turner? Trey Locked. Turner, yeah. I really, you know, the teams that are really involved with the shortstops, I don't love uh, for Trey Turner. Uh, I do like a Dodgers reunion for him. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, it would make sense. I don't know why you wouldn't if you're the Dodgers. Yeah. I mean, besides that, a team that I just like like that I wanted to happen, and I'm gonna get to talk about them a little now because I said I wouldn't earlier. That's the White Sox, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> because they <laughs> their offense really stinks. Okay. Well, I'm gonna talk about it. Let me okay. talk about Yasmani Grandal stinks. Okay. Um, Right now, they don't have a first baseman. I think probably Abreu's going to walk. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. We're going to see. Uh, so I think because they're god-awful in the outfield, you have to move either Andrew Vaughn or Gavin Sheets. Please, Gavin Sheets. And ever, that man should not be allowed to on the grass. Um, uh, he, he's so bad defensively. But offensively and at first base, he's not terrible. No, he's good, but not terrible. Uh, Gavin Sheets should be playing first base. Stick Andrew Vaughn in left field. I don't care. Do whatever you want. Tim Anderson's good, obviously. Eloy and Luis Robert, 
stay on the field. They're good. Besides that, the infield, I eh, Mancata, eh, Danny Mendick, eh, <laughs> uh, you know, not like Danny Mendick. I'm just saying. Yeah. So Trey I'm... Turner, you fit him in there. I'm telling you, that lineup is a lot different when you have, not to mention the speed, but also the bats of Trey Turner and Luis Robert leading off. Yeah, no, that's a that's a great great look on that. Um, I think there's a lot of teams that are going to be wanting a shortstop this offseason. And there's, in my eyes, four very good shortstops on the market. You got Turner, you got Correa, you got Bogarts, you got Swanson. Now, I think I think only one of those guys is going to remain and re-sign with one of his teams. And we'll get to him, but it's not going to – I don't think it'll be Trey Turner. It seems like all signs are pointing Trey Turner to the Phillies, and I really could see the Phillies. I think it will be the Phillies. But don't forget about the Chicago Cubs. Like, I, I don't know. There's a there's a part of me that just thinks Turner makes sense in the Cubs. But Turner even went out and said, like, yeah, I'd have interest in playing with the Phillies. The Phillies want Trey Turner. Trey Turner has interest in going back to the Phillies. I think eight years, about 30 to 32 million a year. I think he will be a Philly as much as I yeah, don't. Um, I disagree. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think the Cubs stink and they shouldn't sign him. And uh, <laughs> I don't think the I think I think Dansby is a better fit for them. OK. I, I just that's just what I think. I would love, no, I wouldn't. I would hate that. But uh, baseball fan wise, yeah, Andrew Johnson to the Phillies, I can deal with it. Yeah, no, I think just what the as a Met fan, what we should do is just not let anyone, any of the good shortstops come to the division. They can all leave, go somewhere you know, else. Our divisions are actually off limits. Go to Washington if you want, but that's it. Yeah. How about Carlos Correa? This is an interesting one because he was so good in 2021 and they're like, let's give him a long-term deal. And the twins are like, how about three years? But you can only stay for one. He stays for one. He's fantastic. The best he's ever been in his career offensively. Defensively, not as great, but he's still a guy that you're going to give a long-term deal to right now. And what team will he be getting that with? Yeah, my only issue with Carlos Correa is I don't think he fits perfect on a team. There's nowhere where he fits perfect. I think, uh, you know, Trey Turner doesn't resign. I can see him on the Dodgers, but that's boring. Uh, I could definitely see Red Sox, but who cares? They stink. Um, so the team I like, even though I know I just said they stink, is the Cubs. Because uh, I don't like Carlos Correa. Uh, I think the Cubs stink. So he can go hang out there. Okay. Interesting. Uh, part of me is like, yeah, it'll definitely be a team like the Dodgers or like the Red Sox, like you mentioned, or even the Giants have gotten some mention in the world of uh, shortstops. I think there's another team that's going to piss a lot of people off. <laughs> not even piss a lot it's of people off. It's not going to the Yankees. No. I, I think Carlos Correa, not piss a lot of people off. That was really poorly phrased. That's going to get a lot of people excited because this team's on the rise. And in a few years, they're gonna not going to have one. Not going to Cleveland. Don't take Cleveland. He's going to the Baltimore Orioles. Carlos Correa is going to be an Oriole. They've got a lot of shortstop talent. I think they can move some of those guys around, get Gunnar Henderson at another position, because Carlos Correa would be such a great piece for the Orioles, leading them for the future. No. <laughs> Nothing? I just, I don't see it. No? I, I, think, I think it will be the Dodgers. I, th- but... I think Carlos Correa is too socially aware of how the MLB works, that he wouldn't go to the Orioles, and um, you never know. I um, yeah, but I do. Oh. Uh, and 
just doesn't work for me. Okay. I do think it will eventually be the Dodgers, but it, the, the Orioles, I, don't forget about them. Um, Xander yeah. Bogarts, I don't think it's going to be the Red Sox. Where he's Where is he going? Uh, Xander Bogarts, uh, good at offense, terrible at defense. Oh, he had a shortstop. Oh. He had a very solid year defensively. He had a four outs I above average. Care. He's he's a becoming a better defender. Good he's for good. him. If he goes to this team, he'll forget. Go to the Phillies. Really? Wow. I just okay. don't like him anywhere else. Mm-hmm. That's it. I you mean, know some, you know where some... I kind of like him? Where? Kind of like him in Houston. Mm. I don't know At where he's playing. Position? At what position? At what position of that? That's their issue. That's not my problem. Okay. 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 I just like him in you the know, Houston lineup. In all sincerity. He can play right field. Yeah. No, you know what? <laughs> eh, Bregman can play first base. I want to say All right. Altuve doesn't know how to play second base anymore, does it now, right? Yeah. You know, he has got the yips or something. He'll play first. Oh, okay. Yeah, put the 5-5 five, five guy at first base. That's a great idea. You don't got to be tall. You just jump. All right. Um, Xander, uh, who's up next? Swanson. I did. Um, I, I didn't get to say my piece on Bogarts yet. Don't skip me. You're you're on the time limit. Time out. There's two teams I think Bogarts could end up on. One of them is the Chicago Cubs. I do think they're going to get a shortstop. I think he makes sense for them. I know you're not a fan of this. I've been saying that for a while. The other team is a team that had a really great year this year. They don't want to make it another 21 years out of the postseason. They're going to sign a big name, I think, and that'll be the Seattle Mariners. J.P. Crawford doesn't cut it. He can't hit. He can't field anymore. They're going to need someone to lock up the middle of that infield long term, and I think Xander Bogarts could be a guy. He's got a lot of postseason experience. He's a great team leader, as we've seen. He's They're paying him for what he's done and what he can do, and I do think he will end up on the Seattle Mariners. Dansby Swanson is going to resign with the Braves. Uh, yeah. Yep, that's Your turn. I got him there too. Twenty-two a year. Brandon Nimmo. Brandon Nimmo is going to resign with the Mets. I think. I don't want to hear years. anything else. Six All years, right. one hundred twenty. He's going back Next. to the Mets. Wilson Contreras. Wilson Contreras. Okay, we can go back to normal. Wilson Contreras. Um, you know he's a catcher. That's a hot commodity. Um, but a lot of teams do have starting catchers. I was looking at it today. It's kind of weird. Like, uh, yeah. Like a lot of them aren't that good, but like they're serviceable. Yeah. Um, but a team that doesn't, and well, you know what I'm gonna say it's the Cardinals. Um, th- what do you mean? Ooh, how did you not know I was gonna say that? Okay. Cardinals. He signs with the Cardinals. He's good at offense. He throws the ball hard. Uh, he can work with their. I don't. You know, it does worry me a new catcher going into that um, pitching staff after yeah. all this time with Molina, but. I think Contreras will be fine. You just throw the ball at him. He'll catch it. Um, yeah. All right. Here's a pitching staff that I'm not worried about no matter who the catcher is. That's the Houston Astros. I think they're the favorite to get him right now. They really don't have a catcher because Jason Castro is not coming back. Martin Maldonado is 70 years old. And Corey Lee, unless we're playing MLB The Show 21 franchise mode, is not a long-term catcher. And okay. I think Corey Lee is a first-round draft pick. That's true. No, I'm, I'm just joking. I think Corey Lee could be a great catcher for them. But – uh. I, it seems like Contreras is going to get paid from everything I've seen and read. It seems like he's going to be getting about 20 to $22 million a year, which seems like a lot to me. But if there's a team that's going to pay a catcher, like that, I think it will be the Houston Astros. Maybe. Um, next up, Jerks and Profar. Jerks and Profar, my favorite free agent. <laughs> he can do everything. 
can do whatever he wants. He can play baseball. He can play hockey. He can pitch. He can catch. He can do whatever. Uh, I think he's he's going to go to a team that tried to get him last year. Not actually him, but they got a different version of him that they don't like anymore because uh, he uh, isn't good. Uh, and that's the Yankees. Mm. Uh, I think he's going to go to the Yankees. He's going to start at first base, third, and short. Um, and he'll uh, – Probably be a little helpful that, you know, he'll probably hit like 80 homers to the short porch, something like that. You know, you know, what's a team that needs versatility? The Los Angeles Angels. I think Profar makes a lot. Oh, of that's stuff. terrible. No, they need a that's guy who terrible. can play all over the place. And that's you can. Terrible. Why, why is that terrible? Because they're going to say he's their starting shortstop. And that's terrible. They're going to do that with someone else who should be playing shortstop. Yeah, now. I know. But. He's, he should do that somewhere else. I, I could really see the Angels going out and getting him. He's a guy that could play anywhere, and because ev- they stink everywhere except for center field, right field, and DH slash the one pitcher, um, I think Profar makes sense on that team. Um, what about Anthony Rizzo? Anthony Rizzo um, is going to leave the Yankees because I'm kind of bored of that. Um, Interesting. Because it's stupid. They're going to be like, oh, John, why, is, why are you going to leave me? Um, and they're going to forget about him. He's probably not, but maybe. Uh, he's going to go sign somewhere. He's he's going to be the DH or he can play first, whatever you want. I don't know why I said DH. He's good defensively. Um, the other guy that's their current first baseman is going to DH because he stinks defensively. Uh, he's going to go to the Orioles. Uh, they're going to put a big bat Whoa. in their lineup. What? What are we yelling about? Do you not know how good Ryan Mountcastle was defensively this year? He was better than Rizzo defensively. No, I know, but I, I was making a joke. Remember when Ryan Mountcastle played the outfield, how bad he was? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Um, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I don't know. Um, I like it. I would like him on the Orioles. He can yeah. still play at Yankee Stadium, hit homers. They'll be all angry because, hey, he's Italian. He's got to play for us. Uh, but uh, he's going to play for the Orioles. He's going to be real good. Yeah. So I don't know where the podcast went off the rails and Pat started doing impressions and stuff, but I do think Rizzo will come back to the Yankees, sadly. Um, but I think there's a world where we could see a reunion. Could see him on the Cubs. I, the Cubs. I don't know. I don't know. I could see it, um, especially That's if they sick. bring in some big names. They get a little bit more enticing, especially because the Brewers seem like they want to trade away Corbin Burns and uh, Willie Adamas. So maybe the Cubs will have a easy spot in the second place in that division. Hey, you know what? Red Sox should trade their whole team for those two. Yeah, sure. Um, anyway, last two guys we're going to talk about because we are uh, running short on time. Uh, oh, Andrew Benintendi like and Jose Abreu. Got three more. Mm-hmm. Andrew Benintendi like and Jose Abreu. Andrew Benintendi, I have as the uh, sympathy signing of the offseason for the Angels. Uh, they get someone to help them miss the playoffs and win 77 games. Uh, he'll probably be pretty good. He could be bad. He does like to do that sometime. Uh, but more often than not, I think he'll have a great And he's going to get paid. He's going to be there for a minute. Which is weird because everyone's saying he's going to get Nimmo money. He doesn't deserve Nimmo money. He is not as good as Brandon Nimmo. He had a good year this year, but he wasn't as good as Brandon Nimmo this year. He wasn't as good as Brandon Nimmo last year. He hasn't been as good as Brandon Nimmo in his career. And I will say yeah. something. I got a weird one here. I don't think you're going to like this one because I think he signs a, a weird contract because right now I don't think he's worth $20 million a year. 
But I think in a few years, if he really proves himself, he could because he's still pretty young. So I think he signs a team-friendly deal with a lot of options because that's how they run with the Tampa Bay Rays. I think he could be the guy that they're looking for. And I, I would love to see Andrew Benintendi in Tampa Bay. Probably not. Yeah, um, probably, no, probably not, but I'd love to see it. And how about Jose Abreu? Jose Abreu, um, this is my favorite pick of the entire thing uh, because he gets to go DH somewhere. Mm. And um, you know where I want him to go do that? Where's that? I want him to do that in Cleveland. Ooh. That would be spectacular. I would love to see him there. Uh, I think, which is crazy, I had Cleveland as my pick too. I thought that was going to yeah. be a big shocker pick. But, yeah, no, Jose Abreu to Cleveland. Yeah. I think the Cubs definitely are in the running. I think the Cardinals could be in the running. Um, and who's the last guy you want to talk about, Pat? One more. Uh, I got one more. Yep. Well, seeing as I can't read the name of this guy, uh, I have him going to Minnesota, though. I don't know who it is. Huh. Um, but the last guy we'll talk about, because I think the pick makes sense, is Mitch Haniger. Uh, I could see him signing and being the new – right fielder for the Atlanta Braves. Here's one I got with Mitch Haniger. Call me crazy on this, but here's a team that's looking for another bat if they really want to make a run. That is the St. Louis Cardinals. I'd love to see Mitch Haniger in St. Louis. I think he could be a great addition to their lineup. Oh, wait. I figured out the name. Yeah. Conforto. Conforto the Twins. They need an outfielder. Conforto uh, to the Chicago White Sox. Oh, I hope not. Uh, and... Josh Bell to the Rangers. Get another bat in the lineup. Switch hitter. He'll DH. That'll be fun. Josh Bell to the Houston Astros. And one more. One more. Masataki. Do we still have another one? Oh, yeah. I had him. I was really excited about that one because I was like, hey, let's do a team that doesn't usually sign free agents. So uh, I would like him to go to Houston. Okay. I've got Masataka Yoshida going to the San Francisco Giants. I would love to see him there. I think he would... Yeah, probably not. I think they'll go to Houston. Okay. Well, that's all we have for you today, free agency. I know it's a little bit of an unconventional episode. We had some uh, some interesting predictions, but that's all we have. Make sure to stick around. We got trade predictions coming up. We have other off-season related stuff coming up. So stick around, and we'll be back soon. Thanks for listening. Bye bye. <laughs>